body, spirit. The martial arts are a way of life. Attack Life, Not Others is an insight into that life with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. For those in law enforcement, you'll probably be familiar with what's called the OODA loop. If you're not familiar with it, we've got O-O-D-A, observe, orient, decide, and act. Similar to the CEE. You know? You're right. Yeah. Okay. Commit, execute, and, and evaluate. Right. Right. That you came up with, yep. we've talked about before in the podcast. Yeah. So it got me thinking, the OODA loop saves lives from a standpoint that it helps get you where you need to be quicker, sooner, faster, and more effectively. Right. You've got to go through that loop. It's not linear. You don't have to be military or law enforcement. You could just be a regular person. All right. Well, that's where I want to go, actually. Okay. So relationships or... The way I saw it was I related it to your 15-minute principle yeah. with your wife yeah, well, when you guys get in an argument. Yeah, I mean, it, that requires a little bit of imagination as well as a, a rule of thumb, which I know I love my wife. And 15 minutes can turn into two days if it's not resolved and somebody's got to give it up. And um, either one of us will say, okay, if this doesn't resolve in 15 minutes, you know, we're going to be, uh, you know, we're going to be thinking about staying away from each other, not talking for two days. And that's loss of two days of life with the person I love. And so we go through the alphabet, so to speak, and say, well, this is stupid. And within 15 minutes, we're, we, we made up. So the idea is I use that in everything. I had a guy the other day that was behind me at an intersection. And I didn't jump quick enough, so he's blowing the horn. And quickly, my first response was, I'm going to get out of this truck, and I'm going to go over and tell this guy what I think of him. I quickly stop, and I do this all the time. I said, well, what's next then? If I do that, what happens if he responds and he gets out of the truck? Then what we got going on here? And what happens after that if I knock him down and throw him back into his car? Police are still going to come. And then what happens after that? I realize that, no, I'm just going to listen to the horn and move on. It's not worth it. But if I'm in a situation where I go from A to Z and it's necessary at that point within a split second to respond and either save my wife, myself, or somebody else, or my kids, I'm doing it. So where's it going to end up? Run it through the cycle. I run it through the cycle. Yep. Yeah. And so that's the way I think from a linear point of view, immediately within a matter of two or three seconds. There's a lot of people who are going to get that horn blown in their face. They're not going to run it and they won't see that that doesn't continue all the way to the end. And then when they're all of a sudden up against a, you know, a squad car being handcuffed, they didn't think it through. As we've talked about, not everything in life is linear. Think of things more in a circular uh, fashion. Right. Everything is circular. Well, with the OODA loop, for instance, so if somebody blows their horn, and then if you just jump to acting right away, then you might regret that, like you said. You honk back, they honk back, it escalates from there, and then you've got a problem. Whereas if you, I get it, your knee-jerk reaction is to honk back, I get that. Okay, so be it. You did it. But now quickly, as quickly as possible, loop it around, loop, get back to the O, observe. At this point, now you observe and you orient. Maybe you didn't have a chance to orient yourself. Maybe he wasn't even beeping at you. Right. <laughs> you know, for right. all you know, you made an assumption and you acted upon false information. Right. Where I was taking it is because we're not law enforcement, all of us. Anything, any engagement, any uh, communication or interaction with other people, the idea is to shorten that emotional response to anything negative, any bad stimuli. Not necessarily the OODA loop, observe, orient, decide, act, but just, for instance, you and your wife, you know that you're not going to be fighting like this a week from now. You know that. Right. You're not going to be fighting two days from now. You said to yourself, you're both committed to 
not allowing that to happen. Right. So just shorten everything. Let's get to it already. Let's get to that point. Let's chop this down to like 15 minutes. And then you can go from there, maybe 10 minutes, and then maybe five minutes. It's a muscle, the way I see it. It's a muscle like anything else. So you work it, you'll get better at that. Right, exactly. I, I think it has a lot to do with everything, to be honest with you. Um, I would add relationships, you know, or even obligations to go to things and do things. You know, friendship is reciprocal. And it's because you can see a long-term relationship. You might need that person one day. Everybody has an agenda. And sometimes I think we walk through life in a, in a blind way where we don't realize a lot of time in my life, um, I'm doing a lot of things I don't really want to do, but I have to because it's an obligation or because I can see long-term where it's going. And I mean that. I see it uh, when I see a relationship. I see the person in my life. And in this particular moment, I might be making a sacrifice of something I don't want to do, but I see this person that I'm going to need and I want in my life long term, all the way through the alphabet. And one day that person is going to return a favor to me. One day that person is going to be there for me. Everything's reciprocal. Like you said, everything is a circle and it starts with observation and awareness and then your ability to respond. And after your response, your ability to evaluate, did you do the right thing? We're not perfect creatures. We're going to make mistakes, but it's a good system to follow and give yourself feedback. Then you come up with, again, with a maintenance program of how to react and how to work things, how to see things a little bit earlier before they happen. When I was younger, I used to think you were, and you are, and you were fast, but you said, it's not that you're fast. It's that you can sort of see things because why? You drill, 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 and practice, practice, practice so that you almost it seems on the outside that you have the ability to predict how something is going to occur, but it's just that you've, you've played out the scenario before so many times. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Good athletes, good ball players, good speakers are always going to have that placed in their mind as far as they're going to see every angle and, and they're going to know a little bit beforehand of what they're going to do. Um, here's a perfect example. Every martial arts situation, our technique starts out with a drill. And so the instructor will get up and say, okay, um, you're going to come at me with this. You're going to have a gun to my head or a knife to my back. I want you to turn, block, move. And it's always going to be, in memory's sake, maybe three or four moves. And you're going to repeat that to your group of students maybe two or three times. And you're going to say, okay, good, start. Let's see what you got. 75% of that group of students are going to fail at capturing the correct memory. Even though you demonstrated it three or four times, they're going to get it wrong. They're not able to pull in and see what you did, even though you did it three or four times, even though you spoke about it and drilled it, you're going to say, okay, good, run with it. You're going to now have to come back, bring the group back in and say, guys, look, let me do this again. Okay, the guy's got a knife to your back. You're going to spin, block, turn. You're going to throw an elbow, a knee, boom, boom, boom. Then you're going to recover the knife and they're going to start again. And guess what's going to happen? 50% of the group. Mm -hmm. So what happens is capturing movement in your eyes and bringing it into your brain visually and seeing three or four moves ahead of time, and then being able to practice that with another partner and picking that up right away is a great way to learn focus and awareness, even though you don't realize at the particular time that you're learning something much bigger than three or four physical movements. You're learning to capture somebody when they walk into a bar or you're on a bus. You can see what foot they step with first. Mm -hmm. You can pretty much imagine the guy's six foot two, weighs 205 pounds. You can see the things that maybe other people wouldn't be able to observe just by keying in to your everyday observance of doing things. Be more aware. Always comes back to awareness.
From a physical standpoint, I know exactly what you're talking about. Where I am at in my life, I'm trying to work and get better at from a verbal when somebody says something, having a, not a canned response. You mean not a typical response. Not a typical response, right. right. But just really being able to think about it and then respond appropriately, not just a, a canned response that they expected you to say or do. Right, right. Uh, so that you don't paint yourself in a corner. Right. And then regret uh, what you maybe uh, agreed to or obligated yourself to. Yes. You know, does that make sense? It, it, uh, does. So. it does. It does. It does. That's, again, um, you're, you're becoming, you're trying to become more sensitive to people's needs. You're trying to be more aware of the, the words that are coming out of a person's mouth. Absolutely. That's the only thing that concerns me about linear thinking. That all starts, too, with visualization and getting ahead of the game as much as you possibly can. Um, I mentioned to you once before, if we had just linear thought and we'd be listening to what just was told to us, we'd still be thinking that the earth was flat. Mm. Imagination allows us to think beyond that, to put a man on the moon, to think beyond the linear thinking, to think outside of the box. So I think all of this is necessary in the ability to make a decision on the fly. Have the linear thinking, but also have the imaginary thought, because somewhere in the middle of all that, you may have to adjust. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to hooverkarate.com. This has been a Steve Mittenin social media creation. Steve Mittenin social media.com. 